Welcome to Animal Cafe, where you'll hear weekly interviews with experts and enthusiasts working to better the lives of animals, and reviews of fun, fabulous, and useful products for your pets. Check our website, animalcafe.co, for more. Hi, and welcome back to Animal Cafe. I'm Mary Haight, your animal welfare correspondent, and we're here today with Mark Barone and Marina Durvin, who have created an active dog to help save our dogs and cats in animal shelters through their art. Well, hi and welcome. Hi. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Um, you know, artists have been kind to animals and their causes in general, uh, but I've never heard of one taking on the emotional mission of painting the 5,500 dogs killed every day in shelters across the U.S., that really shows people what it looks like and what an impact that must make. Now, how did this idea come to you? Uh, well, Mary, actually, it came to us. Uh, we were actually living in Santa Fe at the time, and uh, we recently moved there, and we were actually getting ready to adopt a dog, and that's all we were getting ready to do. And, and uh, it, you know, whilst we were doing that, I was online looking at, uh, you know, dogs to adopt in different shelters. And to my surprise, I saw that the majority of what I was seeing were kill shelters, and this sort of shocked me. I mean, I was unaware of the problem. And so during that search, I came across really awful statistics, uh, the killing statistics that were going on in the shelters, how tax dollars are used to kill as opposed to using the no-kill solution to keep animals alive. And so I found out all this information. So then I kept sending it to Mark, and it's pretty horrific stuff. I mean, horrible images, statistics, and Mark was just obviously really offended by it, just awful imagery, and uh, it's just so painful to look at. And, and uh, so anyway, but he said, you know, let's talk about it. So we talked about it, and, you know, we really did feel powerless and thought, you know, is there anything we can actually do? And so it did spark that conversation. And pretty much uh, with just almost overnight after having a couple of days of conversation about it, Mark woke up the next morning, came out, asked me to come up with a number for the amount of dogs that are killed every day in the USA shelters. And um, even though, and so that was the, the approximate number was 5,500, uh, and that's based on an overall 5 million kill of cats and dogs. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty awful and uh mark's intention i think mark you were thinking about the vietnam war more at the time. yeah there was there was a few things i thought about you know because we, we didn't want to go the normal route and we were really trying to use our um our talents to, to try to make a difference and i've been a painter for a long time and uh the the show is intended when we get it up and we intend to get it up as a museum memorial and the reason that we're doing it is that we want this thing to be overwhelming and we want to put faces with these dogs because it's very easy to talk about these numbers when you talk about 5,500 a day. Um, it just when you, talk, when you talk to numbers, it's, very, uh, uh, it's not impactful, and we think to put faces with it is very impactful. We think that we can you know, really uh, encourage change in this country and these shelters as we go forward. Yeah. I, th I think that's a wonderful idea, and certainly the image of 5,500 paintings uh, opened uh, my eyes, and I've been working in shelters for 15 years. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 
So you understand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So how many paintings have you done so far, and what's your target date for completion? Uh, I've got about 3,000 done so far, and I'll probably be close to finished by probably spring, beginning of summer next year, probably close to that. And uh, and we're talking right now with uh, different cities, Marina is talking with different cities around the country that will house it as a permanent exhibition. And, uh, and a lot of the idea came from the Vietnam War Memorial, I mean, because when they talk about Vietnam, and we don't intend in any way to parallel us and what we're doing to Vietnam, but it was just the way they went about memorializing what happened there, just the way we went about it, and the overwhelming uh, feeling that you get from the War Memorial is mm-hmm. the same feeling I wanted people to get when they looked at these dogs. So and that was so, your creative jumping off point. Yeah, it really was. It, it's, it's a, the, the War Memorial is just, it's mind-blowing when you go there. It, it is such a, a place of reverence and, uh, and reflection. And uh, we want the same thing to happen for the Memorial Museum that we set up, wherever that is. Oh, so you, you haven't settled on a city yet? No, no, we're still talking to cities. We've turned cities down. I mean, it has to be the right partnership with the mm-hmm. right intention. I mean, this is a very purpose-driven project, not purse-driven, but purpose-driven, um, and with the intent to uh, raise the level of education and awareness on what's going on in this country, as well as raise the $20 million-plus uh, for all the rescue groups, the no-kill shelters that are really working hard on the front lines every day, saving lives. So what, what's the plan for all the paintings, and how are you using this art so far to raise your target of $20 well, million? That's a lot of money. Uh, well, the, the, first, the first phase we're in is the production phase. So we had like 30 cities that offered to give us a building just for the production phase. So we had to choose one, so we chose Louisville, Kentucky, just to do the production phase, which is, you know, like a two-year fully subsidized, um, you know, opportunity for us. And so uh, that's the first stage. And so, you know, people have been able to sponsor and, you know, contribute uh, to the materials, you know, all all the things that help build the actual uh, memorial. And uh, once we actually decide on a city, uh, then we will actually start the capital campaign um, where we'll actually be starting to raise uh, the money uh, for the $20 million fund. So, I mean, people can, they can still uh, donate into that right now on the website. You have um, either a sponsorship of a painting and then you have to become a benefactor, which has the seven levels of kindness, which allows you the seven different levels to donate at or a level, uh, you know, a number of your own uh, making. And it's real important that people know that 100% of this money yeah. either goes towards the completion of this project or towards the animals. I mean, so uh, we, we get really nothing for it, for doing it, So, um, as it should be. And that's the way we decided that we would do it because we wanted to stay very pure and very purpose-driven when we started it. And we thought that's the way that uh, it should be done, so that's the approach we took. Could you tell me, how has this work changed you both? Wow. <laughs> in, in, what, in, in what respect? Uh, I mean, 
mean, because it, our, our lives, um, they, they're, com they're completely different now. Um, it was very, we've had some real trying times through this project. You know, we've stayed the course, but uh, I, I think that uh, the, wow, I, I mean, it's really been impactful. I mean, it really uh, tested our resolve in, in many, many ways. It had to touch every part of your life because you're working so hard to complete this incredible number of paintings and yeah. then planning in the process and talking to cities and uh, thinking about what kind of building you want to present all this in and then thinking about programs that you have to start to uh, yeah. do the fundraising and who are your contacts and who can you get in touch with now. Exactly, yeah, and there's and there's two there's two of us doing it, which I think that um, people don't understand that. I, I mean, we need ten of us, not, not just two of us, and that, and that's been one of the the hardest things as we go forward. Because every day I'm up at six and I get home at five at five six at night, and uh, you know every day seven days a week, and we've been doing this for a little less than a year and a half now, and. Uh, um, it's 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 just unrewarding, but it's 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 there's times that are very difficult for us, you know, as we go through it. But uh, uh, the images every day to paint them, um, I certainly want to pay homage to the animals that didn't make it, um, and this is symbolic of them. Um, but but Marina Marina can tell you, you know, on her end, uh, you know, I, I think when we thought of the project, I mean, you just don't know until you start going down the road what it's uh, what it really entails. I think you can imagine it all you want, but uh, as you go as you go down the road, I, I think it's uh, really hard to get a grasp of what it's going to really be like. That's so true, that, that's Mary. I would say that it, it is unimaginable when you take something. We under we understand now really why people just look away. Because it is a humongous task to take on. And, you know, once we, we were just starting out with the idea of just exhibiting it for a period of time, and then once we delved into the whole animal world, there's a whole lot of politics there. And there's, you know, we discovered that the large uh, charities, the large animal charities, the money doesn't come down to the shelters. And that was actually what prompted us to actually turn it into something permanent because we wanted to make sure there was a stable, dependable source of funds to support the no-kill shelters and groups across America. And, you know, that undertaking, I mean, we've had to live very frugally. Uh, we don't have much of a life. I mean, we don't go out. Uh, our life is from 6 a.m. till late at night I'm working, you know, wearing 10 different hats, and this is not my normal profession. So I've had to sort of learn as I go along and... You know, and so that's why I ask people, look, you know, you can donate, you can, if you know anybody in media, if you know, what, there are so many ways people can help. And I remind them that they're not helping me or Mark, they're helping save animals' lives. You know, we, we are doing this yes. for, it's a very pure uh, project. And yeah. so that, that's all we can ask is, you know, give us, give us a hand here, but because we need it. And we, you know, we came from uh, you know I, I, I test drove this thing in the kit in the kitchen in the small house that we were in in uh, Santa Fe to see if it was even possible to uh, to get this amount of paintings done in two years. And so when I found that out, you know, it's just like when you do this small little uh, micro part of it, going, well, yeah, it's possible, but you don't 
you never multiply that by two years. You know, you're going to be doing this every day for two years, yeah. and then and then where we came from, just the idea to um, now we've got uh, Oprah Magazine that's going to uh, uh, do a story, a feature story on us, National Geographic. So you know, we we've come so far, and. Uh, uh, it's really been an amazing journey, you know. And, uh, well, and that's wonderful when you can get people, you yeah. know, like uh, Oprah and National Geographic behind you. Then mm -hmm. people start to pay attention. They do. Yeah. And we actually had USA Today were one of the first. Yeah, they, they were do. they were fabulous. Yeah, and they stepped up and did a great story. And we, you know, we just had lots of great people. Michael Mountain from Zoe. It's just lot, lots of good people that are like yourself that are really wanting to use their voice, you know, make your voice matter, use your platform, and that, and you're sharing it. And that's what we ask people to do, is to share their platform with us and, and, and be a voice uh, for this project so we can stop the atrocity. Yes, and, you know, I, I think you're absolutely spot on about uh, telling people that it doesn't have to necessarily be money that they donate. Right. If they're in PR, they can donate their skills. Exactly. exactly. Yep. And, and social media. I mean, there's a social media. Yes, the whole lots of ways. gamut. It, mm -hmm. um, so, so where can people donate? What's uh, they can it, go to the website, which okay. is an that's a n a c t. It's anact of dog dot org, and there's a tab on there that's called uh, ways to give and if they click on there it takes them into the two options where they can uh, sponsor a painting for as little as $25 um, or they can become a benefactor um, and uh, you know have a, an annual uh, donation in, and you know just become a regular ongoing supporter and uh, that uh, once you become a benefactor that all that money goes into the 20 million fund and 100% of that goes directly towards all of the groups. And you're a 501c3 tax-deductible group, aren't you? Yes, we are. We're a non-profit, absolutely. Yeah. And, and we, we felt that that was critical to do that. We had to do that. Yeah. Very important. Oh, yes. You get a much more broad-based uh, donor. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, we're not taking anything from it anyway, so it right. really made sense for us to do that. And, mm -hmm. you know, but... Uh, I'm looking forward to the show being up. I, like we said, we don't know exactly where it's going to be. We certainly have a, a lot of things. But, you know, when the show is up, if we just set it up on a linear basis, if it was 10 feet high, it would be two football fields long. So it, it's a huge exhibition when it gets done. And, and I've always treated it like uh, one painting. You know, mm -hmm. although there are, they're all individual paintings, and this mosaic makes up the really the, the visceral image that we want and the impact that we want people to have when they see it. Um, and, and they're all individual uh, dogs in there and individual souls. But um, I, I, I'm looking, because I have nowhere to set this thing up where my studio is. I mean, I have to put most of the paintings on shelves and that uh, just to store them until, you know, we get ready for the permanent place for it. Yeah, that's really a consideration. It's not like you can just go to an art gallery on the street. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And, you know, the great thing about it is, you know, we wanted to make it so um, this could do a great thing for a city as well, you know, so uh, because the economic multipliers that come from having a museum of this kind would be the first of its kind in the world, first and only, because there's certainly no one going to do this again. 
Um, I can't imagine it. Um, and uh, so it, 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 it will be a huge tourist attractor. And we have tens of thousands of fans from all over the world that want to come and see this exhibit up. And, and so that's, you know, that's an exciting thing. So cities are excited by that because they obviously uh, can see the benefits, that, how the community and all the businesses will benefit from having uh, something like that there. And, of course, our intention is to keep it in the media um, so that means the city who houses it will also be in the media as well all the time. And, and they, these cities are vying for the most dog-friendly city in the I, United I, States. I, so I, that's, a, <laughs> that's a good I, list to work with. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the other nice thing about the exhibit is, I mean, you know, when you, when you finally when it's up, you know, you'll be standing in just one day's worth. That's it. You'll be surrounded by 5,500 sweet souls that were needlessly killed and it's just one day and and that's that's pretty overwhelming and so we we imagine that people will have a real visceral experience of of what this means and then move them to action and and that's the idea is to move people to action not inaction um and give them uh you know as the exit you know what can they do today what can they do to make a difference how can they contribute whether again it's financially whether it's working volunteering at your shelter you know what is it and so that's what we want people to go away armed with knowing what they can do um or that you know you're talking to people that are very attached to the old paradigm mm. uh, and so there's lots of different things that we have to deal with yeah change um, is very difficult Right, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's saying a lot, isn't it? <laughs> that's a simple statement, but very true. And what we really, you know, when it gets tough for us, we really just keep in the forefront of our mind that if we don't continue with this, those animals will continue to go in that shelter and come out in body bags. I mean, that's the bottom line. That's the imagery we keep to keep us going. And and uh, because we're not powerless, they are. Yes, exactly. Well, I thank you so much for being with us here today, Mark and Marina. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Yeah, and thanks to all the listeners for uh, listening to our story, and uh, hopefully they can do something today to help the animals. Yes, and if there's somebody out there who would like to get in touch with you via email, what email would that be? Uh, it is info at anactofdog.org. Okay, great. Well, thank you again. Fantastic. I'll get in touch with you uh, next year. (laughs) Hey, we'll keep you posted. Yeah, you can come to the opening. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. You can find us on the web at animalcafe.co, on Facebook, and iTunes. Thanks for listening.